So, hey, guys, just wanted to give you the latest news about Bill Press. You probably know him, longtime progressive on CNN and all, uh, at one point and with his own radio show. Well, he no longer does the progressive morning show, um, but that does not mean he's gone away. No way. I actually just read that, John. Um, no way he's gone out. away. <laughs> he has a great new podcast, <laughs> the Bill Press Pod. Ooh, it's got I think great. Actually, I think when you said no way, I was supposed to go way. Hey, uh, especially with the Chicago theme to this show, um, <clears throat> the Bill Press Pod it drops twice a week. Uh, that's what, that's an industry term. Drops, by the way. Drops. Folks. Check out the Bill Press Pod. Like for Cliff Bill- and me, where we actually drop the microphone twice a week. Yes, but, yeah. we drop lots of it. Uh, check out the Bill Press Pod for his Bill's interviews with some of the country's leading progressives, like Maxine Waters, Mark Pocan, probably pronounced that wrong, and Jamie Raskin, all roasting Donald Trump. Yes, on a spit like a pig okay uh plus his lively end of the week roundtable with three of washington's top political reporters commenting on the latest craziness from the white house yeah that's underselling it congress and the 2020 democratic (laughs) primary Uh, for years as you guys know bill press has been one of the leading progressive voices in the country we're glad he's still out there on the left and stronger than ever Uh, i encourage you to join me Yes, me, John, probably Rex when this is done, yep. uh, uh, in subscribing to Bill's new podcast. Just go wherever you get your podcast, search for the Bill Press pod, click okay. on subscribe, and there you are. You're in for there a true progressive experience on the Bill Press pod, a thrilling experience, yep. I might add. Seriously, yep. Bill Press is awesome. Uh, I, I've known him for a while. Great guy, great show. Check it out. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking out, here's Hal Sparks. So um, let's see. Should we do a kind of a recap of the week that we've had? There's obviously ongoing news and a, uh, you know, sort of the, the real life. And then there's the, the, the flood the zone with excrement, as I've heard people refer to it as the uh, Bannon strategy as far as uh, Trump busying himself. We are at uh, 97 plus thousand deaths. That's the undercounted number. Um, and we, uh, the Secretary of State, answered questions for the first time at a uh, at a uh, press conference about him requesting that the president fire the IG that was looking into two acts of swampiness in his particular office. One was pretty much standard run of the mill uh public servant using taxpayer dollars to make other government employees who have important jobs in the state department to do his uh laundry and bidding and walk his dog mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff basically uh, your standard <clears throat> run of the mill low end grit boilerplate corruption yeah absolutely just you know stuff that he, you know back in the day um you know, like Republicans, Democrats, Whigs, Greens, Libertarians, especially Libertarians, one would think. Libertarians would arguably be, they hate big government. They uh, they must hate it when big government uses small government to do no government. And uh, he answered, and then the other charge, of course, is that he, against the will of Congress, is uh, arranged sales of military arms to the Saudis, which, by the way, that $1.6 trillion in uh, extra military spending that Trump has been touting, that all of a sudden 
this week when he was talking to a bunch of bikers who he had to do three laps in the rain in front of him so they could play uh, Sweet Child of Mine out the windows of the White House for them, which he kept giving the egg, hey, cut it off to his assistant who ran in and turned off the stereo. It was the weirdest. Oh, my God. The stuff I have to watch to do my daily stream. I am so glad the that stuff. you watched this for me. Oh, God. So, um, anyways, it became that 1.5. Um, Johnny's overmodulating. Okay, that's my fault. I'll bring him down a little bit. It's because he's, he's Bring just, me down. Yeah, he's just full of sp- spit and vinegar this morning. Um, vim and vigor? Yes, I would What's call vim? it that. Um, I might have to Google vim. That's right. And, and is it an alternative to vigor? Is it a counterpoint, you know, because obviously there's a difference between many rules. <laughs> Does an FCC still exist? Uh, I don't know. Oh, thanks. Thanks for, uh, I, I'm not allowed to say that. Um, I w- it, was, uh, it was a mispronunciation of another word. I apologize. So thank you. Um, uh, whiz and vinegar. I can say that, I suppose, right? Yeah. That's whiz. Okay, got you. Okay, so uh, there's a difference between there. Thank you, Richard McNeil. Thank you guys for jumping in and super chatting us today and supporting the show. I appreciate you guys so much. And thank you guys, all the patrons who've been growing with us over the last little bit. Uh, we're still You're so tall for our goal. Huh? They've grown so much. They are so tall. I know. They're like almost uh, like they're taller than I am now. I like right? I salute Can them. you believe yes. it? It happened so fast. There's no I, going did. back now. I know. Uh, speaking of growing fast, my son will turn nine next Friday. Okay, that's, that's yeah, not happening. He's, he's entering his 10th year, which means he's full on. Uh, in, in, we're in decades now with the boy. That's I'm so, so excited. So um, anyways, back to. Uh, Can you put a stop to that? Realish news. The growing? Yeah, the, the aging. Excuse me, tall person. Um, no, we're not stopping any growth in my family when we're competing with the <laughs> likes of you. You, how tall is he? You, uh, he's, uh, it's like, I don't know. He's grown in the last little bit. He keeps growing his, and he's lost some teeth. So I think it balances out. We'll, we'll take a full measure. <laughs> um, so I, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, short it by a couple of inches. You know, it's very no, important in our bad. family that count every single one. So, uh, yes, uh, I, so, um, Pompeo, you know, obviously there's a sort of like, uh, Iran Contra kind of thing going along. And so that 1.5 where I was before we got, uh, uh, Johnny distracted as it were was, um, that $1.5 trillion, $1.6 trillion that Trump has been touting, uh, it varies like all other numbers that they talk about has varied greatly, um, but never so much as when he was talking to these bikers and he went over $2 trillion. He said it's some $2.2 trillion. He like whipped out this number that no one had heard, by the way. Um, and it, it, I, I literally, I had to go look up where he might have gotten this number and I can't find it. I know where the 1.5 is. Because that's the one that they were touting for a long time, and that was part of his, you know, largest military appropriation in peacetime since, uh, I guess, since we started issuing muskets, and that was in comparison to like, you know, like what our 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 deficit in wooden teeth versus you know, locks <laughs> was, you know, 
in in uh, 1775 dollars. You know, the biggest edition um, before we started building wooden submarines. The <laughs> um, but he he bounced it up to two point some odd trillion dollars, and for whatever reason, he also touts regularly this thing that we are now selling military gear to the Saudis and other people. We sell the best stuff in the world, like we're a, like we're the coals of of Moabs. And he flouts, he, he touts this as something very important and very good, as opposed to like, no, we build the best military for the military for our military to use in case we come up against any other military. They don't have the best stuff. One would think that's why you build the biggest military, and maybe One just maybe think. you share part of it with your allies. You go, you know, they fight on our side too, and they don't have as good as stuff. So you can use some of our tanks and our planes, you know, on those Nazi fellas. You know, you can the borrow Nazis. some of that. Yeah. Um, uh, 100 Nazi scalps. So, um, in, that was your Brad Pitt, wasn't it? It's pretty solid. It's a pretty, yeah. uh, it's a pretty solid, uh, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. So, um, the, the, the important thing is that he keeps touting this as this, like, oh, we sell them. And his, his reasoning for selling it is always one of these things that stuns me. And this is kind of semi off topic until we get to the Pompeo stuff. He, he pats himself on the back. We make the best military stuff. And if we don't sell it to the Saudis and other people, they'll just go to the Chinese and the Russians and buy their stuff there. Hmm. Which to me says, well, if they're willing to buy from our adversaries, if not our outright opponents on the global uh, world stage, why would we want them to have the best stuff? And secondly, why if we have one if we can afford to spend 1.5 trillion dollars on our own military is selling 80 billion dollars of it to the Saudis something to be concerned with or proud of? Why do we need that money? And this goes to the whole Donald Trump uh, is the poorest billionaire that ever lived. Because yeah. this dude, and and thank you guys for all the, the subscriptions and all that kind of stuff that's just flying right now. And uh, like, it's really cool. Um, Trump is always, whenever you talk about money in front of Trump, it's not that he's impressed by people's salaries and whatnot. He sounds flat out amazed by it. Which, I mean, it goes to two factors. One is he's never worked a day in his life. Right. And so he doesn't understand how a salary works. His own father gave him something like, what, $300,000 a year when he was 12 years old as a tax dodge, making his 13-year-old son a, an employee back, which is, by the way, one of the reasons why um, child labor laws were pushed back against by certain members of the Republican class, besides the fact uh. that there were a bunch of you know, hoteliers running child prostitution rings up and down, you know, uh, out through the West. And so they would have kids work in the hotels, you know, as room cleaners and all kinds of horrible stuff. That was one of the reasons to stop that. And then factory, you know, we don't have to talk about lost hands, fingers, legs, you know, coal dust and poison that you wouldn't want a child to be exposed to. And the experience of their growing brain exposed to lead versus an adult brain exposed to lead. All those kind of normal things. Um, uh, we have to take a break. When we come back, I want to play uh, some real news 
But, but as we go to the break, I would like to remind you that the current death toll is at 97,700 plus. It will be 98,000 by the end of day today, meaning it will be 100,000 by Monday. And Donald Trump is golfing at one of his own courses today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of it. Yeah. So there you go. Just so you know, he's one. Of, he's a man of the people who shares their concerns. Yeah. I'm their sovereign. I love them. Paul, we'll be back. Anybody quarantining with kids? I have friends who are. Oh. With library, schools, and bookstores closed, Literati has you covered with something truly unique. This subscription book club for kids was founded by two women, two amazing women, to make it easy to find interesting books delivered straight to your doorstep. That's awesome. No more scrolling online trying to find that perfect book for your child or give as a gift. Parents are running out of ideas in quarantine. <laughs> yep. yeah, Literati does all the work for you. Each Literati box contains five books based on a theme with exclusive original art and a personalized note to your child. These are going to Travis's nephews and my ex's newborn. Zero to 12, man. Literati knows at-home deliveries are so important in the weeks ahead to meet your need for attention-grabbing educational materials. Reading books as a family creates a sense of adventure and bonding. And with their curated selection, only keep your favorites, send back the rest for free. For a limited time, go to literati.com slash Stephanie. 25% off your first two orders. This is their best offer available anywhere. To get it, you have to go to L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I dot com slash Stephanie. 25% off your first two orders. Literati.com slash Stephanie. Terms and conditions apply. Now let's get back to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Oh, let's. Um, so um, the the fascinating part for me, and by the way, before we get into this stuff, I, I need to uh, say that we, we skipped him last week because he didn't call in and we were a bit concerned. Old Bob. Is oh, yeah. Old Bob uh, is on the line. Um, old Bob, are you there? I don't think we I are the sons of the desert, having the times of our lives. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> Mr. 1930 um, is back in the house. That, that's right. You, it's, a, it's, a, it's just, I'm just, you sound way better, I'm just saying. Um, well, we'll just leave it new, at that. It's that, it's that new uh, Western electric recording. We've got rid of the uh, acoustical. That's right. We have a lot to be which, proud of in that regard. Which, um, which makes it a, a little bit more horrible with my voice, but, you know. Does it we now? We can't have everything. Mm-hmm. We can't have everything. But um, No, we cannot. Um, how, how are you feeling? Have you had a better week? Uh, I've not toppled over like a tree now in probably three weeks, so that's pretty good. All right, yeah, that's a that's a good turn of events. All right, but it's been an, we're proud it's of been that. An interesting, yeah, been an interesting week. A, a kind of a mm-hmm. uh, juxtaposition. Hey, is uh, Young Master uh, Johnny there? He is indeed. We're trying to. I'm trying to fix his audio because apparently there's a loop oh. or an echo or some nonsense. So, but he can say hi, oh, and you can hear him. I think. I could, hey I there, I can't hear you, but I'm so happy you're doing better, old Bob. There you go. Hey there, Johnson. How you doing, boy? Oh, there. That yeah, had to clear the right. wires. That cleared the wires. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I had an interesting yeah. little conversation with uh, a longtime family friend mm-hmm. who, uh, 
thinks uh, Trump is kind of the second coming, and uh, and Democrats generally are the scourge. And everything she said is virtually, if you flip it on its back, is the truth. But she's got it just the opposite. So I don't know what to do about mm-hmm. that. But uh, the other interesting thing, remember, I, did I tell you about the guy out in the country with the Trump flag? No, you did not. Well, I'd always salute it when I'd go by. It, mm-hmm. And it was on the pole right there. Glory. And last week when I went out, yep, it was gone. Well, interesting. Interesting. Cur- and he was out in the yard doing something, and he's wearing a oh, mask. Oh, he knew it was gone. Oh, and he's wearing a mask. Yeah. With nobody near, and he's in his own yard. And I went by there today, and the flag is still down. So I wonder, I wonder. Yeah. There's a bunch of that going around, and I'm curious. You know, we had a two-week arc um, leading into the lockdown where the cases were growing so fast that, you know, the 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 task force had to corral Trump, show him a a, a pile of charts and go, look, you have to, we have to close it down. Who ever heard of such a thing? Remember when he says they, they came in, sir, we have to shut it down. They didn't just say that. They showed him a lot of charts and they went, this is what the death toll will look like. That's why he keeps fixing on the whole 1 million to 2.2 million. And he's like, if we did nothing, because that's the chart they shocked him with. So yeah, it's kind of imprinted yeah, he, on his brain, like Plato art. Well, um, you know one, uh, yeah, um, yeah. You, he does not like pie charts. But if you put the information on an actual pie and cut it up, you'll go for it. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a yeah. beautiful yeah. cake Trump chart. Likes pie. Oh yeah, he does. Um, by the way, I think I fixed your audio. By the way, Johnny Million, while we were, oh, uh, I did. I think, and I can it. hear old Bob. We had the, the, the warning I would give to everybody and, and the biggest concern point that I continue to hear and with good reason was that um, the we had a two week lead in to the to the, you know, the rise in cases during lockdown. So basically we got the warning. Everybody went inside and stayed inside. During the lockdown, the two weeks in is when the cases that had been building for the weeks before hit the fan, as you know the vernacular goes. And the and as we stayed in for weeks and weeks and weeks, it started to taper off. We started at fifteen cases. We have ninety-seven plus thousand deaths, approaching ninety-eight thousand by today. At the end of today, from fifteen cases, fifteen cases, full mitigation, ninety-eight thousand deaths. We now have 1.6 million cases, and the president wants to end mitigation as quickly as possible. The math on that is quite simple to do. You are looking at 96 million deaths if you use that same chart. Now, do I think it will be that yeah, but- high? No. But could we get to that 1 million by the end of the year if the, if the disease turns out not to be seasonal and, and stays alive floating in the air or on surfaces like we know it does in air-conditioned facilities all through the uh, summer? Plus, the East Coast is going, to be have one, is going to have one of the coldest summers it's had in a long time. It's ridiculous. So 
Uh, I, it's a, that's not an odd change to see in your in the dude's lawn that you're saying he took down his Trump flag and he's now wearing a mask. It's not one of those Trump masks, is it? I was not close enough to see, but uh, it was it was an right. interesting little uh, thing to have happen. I think uh, I think that's wise, and I'm very, oh Bob, we are very glad you are happy and thriving. <laughs> um, we are happy, happy. We, we we yes we we consider you uh, every weekend, and we uh, and midweek we go hope old Bob's all right. I I can mm-hmm. I hope he's doing okay. We really do. Well, so next, next um, time I uh, next time I take the uh, get the thirty one Studebaker fired up, I'll come by and say howdy. <laughs> I insist, absolutely. We'll all wear masks until it's not necessary anymore. And yeah, masks awesome. because that thing hasn't passed an emissions testing. That's right. How long? We'll have to, yeah, like um, you know, ventilators are very complicated. Mind. They're like a car. If you hook up an old person to the back of a car, it's like an eighty percent chance they'll die. Um, so we got, we're, um, I want to play this clip before we get to the break. Um, thank you, old Bob. Um, Toodle. Pompeo, got, uh, yes, toodles, cheers. Um, before we get to this uh, break, I want to play this little piece. So Pompeo comes out first as a Memorial Day weekend statement, pats himself on the back for pretending to care. Then, uh, does this, uh, like statement about, um, you know, it's kind of uh, China, like basically it sounds like a declaration of war in China, uh, on China, the way they're putting it together. Um, and then uh, he finally start. he takes questions and he gets asked a question about the firing of the IG. <clears throat> Hi, Rich. Um, several Senate Republicans say they want a specific explanation as to why the administration fired the inspector general here. Senator Grassley says an expression of lost confidence without further explanation is not sufficient to fulfill the requirements of the IG Reform Act. Uh, will you provide Congress a more detailed explanation on why you recommended the firing to the president? And will the State Department admit- narrator? Uh, no, he won't make the House Foreign Affairs Committee deadline <laughs> for documents this Friday at five. No, he won't. So like, there's been lots of discussion about this, Fred. A number of reports. Let me let me say three things. First, let me chuckle this off as if it's not an actual scandal and petty grossness by a member of the administration combined. Uh, the president has the uh, unilateral right to choose who he wants to be his inspector general at every agency in the federal government. Uh, yeah, uh, but why did you go and particularly right now? go and ask that that guy be fired. Presidentially confirmed positions, and those persons, just like all of us, serve at the pleasure of the President of the United States. Apparently, they don't serve at the displeasure of the Secretary of State. In this case, I recommend it to the President. Yeah, I thought it was us. Huh? I thought they were working for us. They are, but the IGs can be replaced by the administration. Okay, okay. You know, which I think is kind of weird. I mean, I, I like we confirm some of the cabinet members, but I mean, maybe it's a way to like make sure that only people with unanimous confirmation can become IGs or something like that. And that's almost impossible and whatever. Most of the time they don't swap them out. They're just people who know the rules really well and just can keep a good guide on it. And most presidents, uh, most of the time, you know, defer to them or or tiptoe around them. That's the other right. trick. That's what the Bush administration did. So, uh, yeah, 
this is hold on we'll see if he starts back up again or not um where's that audio hold on one second so the um the trick with uh, with pompeo himself is he just he just admitted he asked we'll take a break um because we're right here because i don't have time to play the rest of the audio we'll play it on the other side um he he told the president, he asked the president, he admitted to it just then, he asked the president to get rid of the IG. His uh, take on um, why he asked him is news in and of itself. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Park Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. We're live every Saturday, 9 to 11. We take calls and the whole deal were old-fashioned terrestrial radio. But we also stream at infotainmentwars.com and uh, we'll be back right after this break. Picture your face in the mirror. You see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet or large under-eye bags? Well, imagine they're gone. And I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. Just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in minute. It's, it's the edge you're looking for. Simply put, you'll be blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself out at work or with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody knows you're using it, unless of course you tell them, which is sort of bragging. Go to triplexiderm.com and use my code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. This is Tom Hartman, and you're listening to the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCPT. It's true. Um, okay, so let's let's revisit that Pompeo clip because, wh- like I said, while real news is happening, uh, you know, while Trump is golfing, real news is happening, and and all this disassembly about Mike Flynn and stuff is really a smokescreen for the other stuff that's actually happening. Uh, you know, it's actually going on. The pleasure of the president of the United States. In this case, I recommend it to the president that Steve Linick be terminated. Okay, there you go. Done and done. Why? Why? This is the, this is the, and here's the tricky part. Frankly, should have done it some time ago. Mm. You mean before he started the uh, investigation into you? I'm happy to take one more. Okay. Uh, one more. So you have said, sir, uh, that Mr. Linick was undermining the department's mission. What exactly does that mean? Can you give us examples? Um, well, it, even the president it, doesn't know what that means. He says he, he didn't really. <laughs> Even the president doesn't know what that means. That's kind of an evergreen sentence, though, to be fair. You you, you mentioned it. So what specifically has Mr. Linick done? Yeah, unlike others, I I don't talk about personnel matters. I don't leak to (laughs) y'all. They're not asking for a leak. They're asking for the reasoning you have to give to Congress on the public record for your recommendation for the firing of an IG. And, uh, so did he- yeah, I, I, I just, I'll just say this. I, I can't talk. I can't give you specificity. We'll Without uh, getting myself thrown in jail. Share with the appropriate people <laughs> the rationale, but no, no, there should be no mistake. There, there's stability official. Does, is it a secret as to why he was fired? May, may I answer the question, if you will? I, I appreciate it. 
his assistant, you see his, his assistant pipe in. Could you let him answer the question, please? Like she's throwing herself in front, between them, which is super weird. Question. Uh, let's be clear. There are claims that this was for retaliation. Uh-huh. Some investigation mm-hmm. that the inspector general's Hello. office here was engaged in. Yeah. Have you recommended the firing of any other IGs that weren't <laughs> investigating you? Patently false. Oh, yeah? Patently false. Let's just lay it out there. Patently false. I have no sense of what investigations were taking place inside the inspector. Okay. Listen to that sentence. I have no sense. Well, that works on its own. Well, yeah. Of uh, any investigations going on within the inspector general's office. Couldn't possibly have retaliated for all the things. Couldn't possibly have retaliated for uh, anything that was going on. I had no idea what was going on. I've seen the various stories that someone was walking my dog to sell arms to my dry cleaner. I mean, I mean, it's all- <laughs> let me laugh off by conflating two entirely different scandals that I'm both involved in. Like that, uh, that was the most flailing attempt. And it is such, it is such the argument of a guilty person. Yes. Just, yeah. It sounds like somebody who was caught walking in stinking drunk with lipstick on their collar after two o'clock in the morning going, this is insane. I went for oh, yeah, a jog. Like, like I would want somebody to kiss my collar. Yeah, it's, I, I, I went for a jog in the car. How is, why can you not understand that, Argy? It's so, crazy. It's all, it's, all, it's all crazy. It's all crazy, yeah. Well, it's crazy because you're conflating two separate scandals into one. No one else is doing that. Stuff. Sir. So and it gets better though. So I didn't have I didn't have access to that information, so I couldn't possibly have retaliated. It would have been impossible. Okay, so we heard that, right? I didn't have access to that information, so it would have been impossible for me to retaliate. Everybody got that? And he couldn't have known. So how could there be any retaliation? I just suggested this dude be removed based on nothing then. There's one exception. Is aftershave, but I don't want to bring it up because it's rude. Uh, I was asked a series of questions in writing. I responded to those questions with respect. With what? Particular investigation. Hmm. Okay, so I didn't know about any investigation, so how could I have retaliated? But there was one instance where I <laughs> I responded to a list of questions <clears throat> um, in regard to a particular investigation. Oh, did you now? Was sometime earlier this year, as best I can. In January? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They asked you, and, and you refused to come in for an interview, so we answered a bunch of questions, you know, in, uh, in writing, and then found out the investigation was continuing, got asked again. Check this can out. recall? responded to those questions. I don't know the scope. I don't know the nature of that investigation other than what I would have seen from the nature of the questions that I was. Yeah, right. There you go. So I had no idea what this investigation was about or what the scope of it was, except what I could garner from the questions I was being asked. Like, were you aware of phone calls or briefings between congressional and the intelligence committee and the white house in regards to sales of Saudi arms? Uh, you know, did, did you know at any point that it's illegal to have someone walk arms to the Saudis? Um, let's just put it that way. So the inspector general sends you a list of questions and you can't make out from 
that that there's an investigation into you. You're either the worst liar or the dumbest person in the world. This is one of those things. You're dumb. Yep. You're either uh, incompetent or lying. Pick one. Um, I, I would go with both, but that's just me. What was right. I don't know if that investigation is continuing. I don't know if that investigation has been closed out. I don't have any sense of that. Again, it's not possible that further have been retaliation. Here, here. Uh, yeah, there is. It's entirely possible that there's retaliation. Yeah. I mean, where is the impossibility? You were asked a bunch of questions. They were sniffing around a couple of months ago, and they're still sniffing around now. And then you suggest, apropos of nothing, that this dude be let go. By the way, the investigation has not been stopped. Just because you fire one particular person just means the evidence goes to there. The last thing to think about as you see these stories that have been leaked to you all, right? So they're true, is what you're saying. Because once again, listeners of this show know very well, you can't leak a lie. Um, <laughs> a lie is a lie. A leak is a detail. You, that you didn't want out. Yeah, you cannot leak something that isn't true. You can only say something that's true or say something that's false. You can't, if you leak something that's, that's planting a story. And if you say, and if any of these people go, these are leaks, and these leaks are these leaks, leaks, and the leaky leaks, understand that that's whether because they're stupid or they're just not aware, they are admitting that the story is true. Ta-da! So. To the press. This is all coming through the office of Senator Menendez. I don't get my ethics guidance from a man who was criminally prosecuted, case number 15-155. You know what that case is? Do you know what your case number is? New Jersey Federal District Court. A man- uh-huh. Does uh, the office, does everybody in his office, were they guilty of crimes too? Was the IG, so the IG was fired because of Menendez's guilt in another matter? Is that? Whom his Senate colleagues bipartisan said, basically that he was taking bribes. That's uh, that's not someone who I look to. For so uh, you send a thief to catch a thief. Is that what we're doing here? It takes one to know one. Where are we going to go with this one? What does that have to do with the IG going through an investigation? Is the information false? Is it somehow not true? We'll see. It's guidance. And so I'll continue to do the right thing to make sure the State Department is served by every employee, including our attorney, Inspector General. We'll make sure the State Department continues. Whoever that is, so we'll we'll find somebody you know who used to work for uh, the Daily Caller or or you know who, it, Tucker Carlson's personal assistant will now be the new IG to deliver on behalf of the American what people. About Congressman Engel, what about the House Foreign Affairs? Thank you all. Everybody have a great day and a wonderful Senator Memorial President. Day weekend too. So long. Can we ask a question about the Saudi arms emergency? Can we ask a question about the Saudi arms emergency sale? <laughs> Uh, no, no, you cannot. No, we're not. We're not doing that. We're uh, that's that's going away. Um, now, there uh, we uh, okay. We're up on the break. I have another piece of audio that I want to play for you. That um, the president has been touting a ninety-seven percent popularity rating in the Republican Party. Ninety-six percent. It's gone down a, a percent. Um, he's been touting this for a bit. 
Um, and in, in well, I, I'm not, I don't want to blow it. It's like, this is pretty sweet. And okay. um, this is from Fox News, this clip I'm going to play next after the break. Um, it's uh, Peter Navarro on Lou Dobbs's show. And Lou Dobbs stares into Trump's backside with the same reverence that Trump looks at an eclipse. No glasses, <laughs> smiling like he's seeing God for the first time or a bee seeing a flower for the first time. This is, uh, and this is on Fox Business Channel. So consider that for a little bit. Um, we're going to take a break. It's the Al Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Um, you can uh, listen to all your favorite sexy liberal podcasters on these on sexyliberal.com. This show is the Sexy Liberal Podcast, Mega Worldwide, available on there as well as, you know, besides just being a cool radio show where you can actually listen to me. Um, we'll be back right after this. Now, more than ever, we're all thinking about our hygiene. All okay? day long, all day strong. We're washing our hands and sneezing all into day. our hearts. That's right. But we are still taking a huge carry of virus with us everywhere. Our phones. Yeah. They're a vector for disease, and we rarely clean them. I mean, the other day, we tried wiping one down, I and I was like, come on, girl. You know, we know what we need. This. We know exactly what we need. We are constantly touching our phones with our hands and even pressing them to our face, yes. which is a no-no these days. It's time to take cleaning your phone seriously. That's right. The Clean Phone Pro sanitizer uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone. That's right. It's better than wipes and safe for your device because you can't boil it, your mm-hmm. phone, right? No, you can't. And the Clean Phone Pro gets every inch of your phone clean with the nine high power UVC lights. Mm-hmm. Dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber. Wow. You can be sanitizing other items while wirelessly charging your phone or just use the Clean Phone Pro as your go-to charging station at any time fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items so you know you can be sanitizing your, your behind oh depending on the size of your behind yes maybe you're behind too maybe uh, maybe i don't know here's the deal you got to go to the cleanphone.com today and get one for just 89 dollars in free shipping when you use the code sexy liberal if you're serious about hygiene it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone go to the cleanphone.com and keep your phone true clean. Remember, use the code SEXYLIBERAL for a two-day free shipping, <laughs> and we will ship immediately. That's right. That's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com. Now let's get back with HealthSparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. So, um... I want to play a little clip from Lou Dobbs. This is apparently, this is Peter Navarro, who, by the way, is the guy who warned Trump that this pandemic was going to be horrible, not just for um, his poll numbers, but also the economy, all this stuff. Uh, Like Navarro apparently was, and I don't know when he just gave up, you know, and just, well, no, he's not listening anyway, so who cares? Um, This is Navarro on Lou Dobbs. This is supposed to be a friendly interview. Understand, like Lou Dobbs right. is a, is is like not he doesn't just drink the Kool Aid. He's the dispenser. He's the soda stream of Trump Kool Aid. You know what I mean? He adds some fizz to it 
and passes it out right before the helicopters land. Like he's all in on Trump. Okay. This is what all in on Trump looks like. And by the way, he'll have a great career after all this is over on CBN. Um, but this is pretty nuts. Which is one of the big things that China's trying to hold over our head. So um, I, I take uh, I take actually a fairly big issue with you with respect to that report that was put out. Yeah, there was a few wiggle words in it, but that thing was hard as nails. Which report is that? The one you talked about which, last which night with, Pil- with Pillsbury. Oh, that. Oh, the. You mean yeah. the national? The national security strategy yeah, in yeah. which I couldn't find I couldn't find one reference well, to China uh, that made him sound like anything more than a representative of big pharma. Well, let's, uh, I mean, come let, on, no, let's give me talk a about break. that. I read that report. Uh, well, we will. No, let's talk about this because Pillsbury. Two weeks ago, he took a shot at me. You know, you're you're hard. managing you're managing what? to take a compliment badly. You're managing <laughs> to take a compliment badly. So if you want to go there, let's start with your strategic response to our utter dependency on China for pharmaceuticals, for pharmaceutical intermediates, for uh-huh. medical equipment. Do you want to keep going? Because yeah, let's rare keep going. earths. We, we can did talk you, about that. Did you see, let's talk about did you see Benjamin Hall's report? We're talking about I, I don't want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear what you've done. We've got you the president said a two I'm year telling dependency you what done. on China. <laughs> now hang on, Lou. You go, asked me what we've done. It. We've asked me what we've done. We got a major Go initiative it. on rate. I'm just going to sit here like it's it's like you're you're the mom and dad and, are fighting. Yeah, right. Just like somebody pass the potato salad. No, I'll get it myself. Errors with the I Department thought they loved Defense. each other. As we speak, we're developing mines that haven't been used for years. We're doing that. We mm-hmm. had the bulk power initiative with the Department of Energy. We're, we're, we're opening old mines. That's your answer. That's, so will you that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's a great idea. That's super so cool. Metrics, because I'm not a guy, as you know, China. that puts up with BS. When- <laughs> Which is the funniest thing Lou Dobbs has ever said, by the way. Oh, um, my. The- besides, uh, the funniest thing he's ever said, besides, I think this color looks natural for me. Uh, with China in rare earths eliminated, when will we no longer be dependent on China? Give me a date and a rate. A date oh. and a rate. It's- okay, here it comes. A date and a rate. It's going to be a while, but that's what we have to do. Oh, it's going to be a date. while. Okay. Lou, come then on. That's what come you're on, doing. Lou. It's not what you've done. No, you come on. You come on this hang broadcast on, to start hang talking on, nonsense. On, I just complimented you for I doing the right that. thing. You're peddling paddlum and BS, and I don't think I like I'm, it. I'm coming back I don't back think at the you, American Lou. people I'm like coming it. This back president, at you, Lou. the president. You don't let me talk. I'm here, coming Lou? back at you. It's your show, but you have a I'm guest sorry? here. Okay, I, uh, let's talk. Say here, something. Okay. Gee whiz, this is. By the way, this is Trump is super excited about the fact that it's a 96 approval rating right now in the Republican Party. Never mind the fact that. Those who identify as Republicans has been shrinking ever since. And a bunch right. of Republicans identify as independents now. So you see all like all the Trump leading independents. Those are just Republicans embarrassed by Trump who don't want to be called out for being in the same party as the dude, but still want to vote for his tax cuts and his, you know, and his ridiculous wall. Like, um, oh God, I mean. That the nose document that, that was issued yesterday by the president was tough as nails, if you look mm-hmm. through it. It called them out on their unfair trade. It called them out on concentration camps. For called the them out on their unfair trade. 
Peter, Peter, we you're got, the trans. We got Peter. 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 Peter, I'd like you to talk to Karen about this. Yes, yeah, right. Peter, is the only president who is the tariffs. Of course. That's what we've done, Lou. I don't know why you're mad. I mean, what what do we <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're mad. Um, well, there's a lot. Well, what are we having an argument about I'm, here? You know what I'm, I'm just, What are we having an argument about here? You said, to, you're, you said you're taking issue with me calling no, that I said national I taken, uh, security I take, strategy a bunch of crap. Well, I, I, I would is. take issue with you. Let's argue about that. I'm telling take you, if you issue. read that. I, I, I haven't heard you, you make a point yet. <laughs> read it. <laughs> well, let me make a point. Oh, Read it, he says. Did you he only saves this vitriol for the people he hates the most. Who did write it? Because I'd like to know. It's sitting on the White House website and what, doesn't even have an author's name on it. What's your beef with that report, Lou? You give me a specific end. What's your problem with that report? What is no, it in that report? You're the one that who took report. issue. I gave you my problems with it. <laughs> well, I, Lou, look. You were now, this is very productive. This is doing. You guys are doing very well. I yep. think this is fantastic uh, for a debate. I'm just going to give you uh, both a B plus and we're all going to go to lunch. You guys can continue. Um, we're all, we're all going to. Yeah. Are you really giving them a B plus? No, I just don't want to hear no, it anymore. We're like, we just want getting to stop. And I don't want them to start throwing desks until we leave the room. It's just for the safety of everyone. I, I took a de-escalation class at hostage negotiation last summer. Which last night you said you shouldn't have to ask that. Okay, you boys. That's great. Okay, we'll be. I watched last night. I watched Mike Pillsbury basically compare okay. that to an Obama. By the way, Pillsbury. Okay. Biden report. It's crazy. <laughs> that was the end. Well, of your problem, economic your problem engagement. is with Pillsbury. I mean, do you really want to say Pillsbury around Lou Dobbs? <laughs> he looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy if he was poked in the stomach one too many times. I'm just saying. It's kind of a sour problem right is with I didn't uh, say I was with, with you. With, Go back and play the tape, Lou. I was just starting to talk you about said I want to take issue with you uh, with with what Pillsbury had to say. And you jumped all over me. Go back and oh. look at the tape. Well, I'm, I'm that's, yeah, roll back the tape from when, is, three minutes that's ago. Not something they're good at. Most of them don't realize they're being recorded. Right. They're actually. On, and by the way, and this is one of those things where Navarro standing outside the White House, you know, um, they're doing his interviews on the, you know, like in the Rose Garden or right out on, mm -hmm. you know, on the out, whatever, on the steps outside. Oh, I'm going to jump. So it's because Trump doesn't want to hear the yelling with Lou Dobbs on inside the house. All over BS. I'm sitting there that, telling that you what report, a great job you did. Right, and suddenly well, you, you are, I, you're a recidivist. <laughs> you're a recidivist. <laughs> Lou, I'm just saying that report is tough as nails. We can disagree about that, but I can point to paragraphs in it. Which shows okay, that here. that report. Let me, this let me give you a quote. Here you go. Here you go. Let's let, let's sure, go to go. the let's go. <laughs> let's go to the video. Ready? Yeah. The U.S. president's China experts, Michael Pillsbury, Peter Navarro, Matt Poninger, are working in parallel with Pompeo to punish, humiliate, and isolate. We do not seek to contain 
this is the White House report, that from the China Daily, uh, in which you, by the way, were included with uh, the person you're criticizing, Michael yeah. Pillsbury. This is this is the White House report, national security strategy as it is, without author, without a name on it. By the way, I mean, what is this? A uh, you know, it's a clandestine operation within the White House website. It says we do. <laughs> Sounds awfully swampy, Lou. Seek to contain China's development, nor do we wish to disengage from the Chinese people. The United States expects yeah. to engage in. Are you ready? fair competition with a PRC, whereby both of our nations, businesses and individuals yeah. can enjoy security and prosperity. Well, let me tell you about the security and prosperity we're enjoying. 100,000 Americans are dying as a result of Xi Jinping not warning the world nor the United States or his good friend, uh, President Trump. By the way, this started with Lou Dobbs being mad that Trump stopped calling it the Wuhan flu and, and the China virus. This is literally, this is what set Lou Dobbs off, was him not using that, fra uh, that phrase. That was the big, that's what made him angry and led off this whole discussion leading into this stuff. Really? Yeah. That he had unleashed a deadly contagion on the world. I mean, and, are and you, you and kidding I, me? This well, is you tough and I as agree nails. On, on that. But look, <laughs> that report. You Are can, you telling you can, me what I agree can, with? Can I put I'm some telling quotes you, up I think on that's there? Anyway, so you get the picture. This is what 96 percent approval uh, in the Republican Party and Fox News currently looks like. This is the discussion going on between Lou Dobbs and Peter Navarro. Um, and it's not going to change anytime insane. soon. Like, uh, you know. It, obviously, one of the reasons we got to take a break, one of the reasons why Dobbs is talking Navarro like this is because he would never, ever speak to Trump like that. Right. Be because when it comes to Trump, Dobbs is in a religion, not in, you know, right. in punditry for uh, conservative ideals. Because if you were at all, you would be embarrassed by this. Now, uh, by the way, um, we got, uh, we'll be back right after this. Uh, it's the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio. Um, WCPTA20.com is the website. Um, today is number 249 of Trump's golf count and his cost to the taxpayer, $134 million so far. But he Lee McKinney showed his bank number and his routing number when she held up the check on what? live television. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. It's now time for the happy ending. Yay! Uh, yay! Our, our, uh, um, let's take a let's take a call uh, real quick before we officially enter our happy ending because we do have a few um, uh, happy ending parts. Who do, who do we have there, Devin? First, we got Paul out in Seattle. Oh, right on! Oh, yay! Hey, Paul, welcome. How you doing? Paul, good. Good. Thanks. Um, so uh, one of the things I've heard from several doctors, uh, well, one a friend of mine, and now a couple on mm, TV or radio, mm -hmm. I can't remember, but that mm -hmm. one of the one of the lies, one of the things that gave Trump away on his lie that he's taking hydroxychloroquine is the dosage that he reported he takes it every day, which right? Not which is not a therapeutic dose. Almost in any sense, no. I've heard the only way that you would take 
hydroxychloroquine every day would be if you were severely infected with malaria, like, and then you would take it every right. day for about a week, or if you were in, you know, late stage lupus, uh, nearly right. you know, yeah. the end of your life, dying from it, and, uh, right. Normally, the normal dosage and the normally the way you take hydroxychloroquine for uh, prophylactically or preventively for malaria is you like if you were going to get to Africa, maybe you would take it once yes. a week for three weeks before you leave, and then bring right. some and take it once once a week while you're there. Yeah, and you would also so, check in with your doctor after your first dosage to see if you've had any heart arrhythmias or any change in that, um, and you, they would monitor it. Yeah, you have, you always check to see how it's going, and that, yes, the only thing not only not only is he lying about it, but he's well, he's making people because people assume that when you take a medication, you take it every day. Some knuckleheads, that's what they're going to get a hold of the stuff, and that's what they're going to do, just because they think yeah, they're, they're going to die medication every day. Well, no, that's not that's not how you do it. In many medications, the activity is not because it all depends on the half life. And the activity is dependent on mm-hmm. what the half-life is and what happens after the medication has been processed. For instance, uh, a lot of psychoactive uh, medications, their effect is after the drug has actually been yeah. cleared from your system. So uh, right. this guy, just him coming out with this crap, he ought to be charged <laughs> after he's present. He ought to be in charge with reckless endangerment. Right. Well, I mean, yes. I, I, there's obviously grounds for a, you know, he, he you can tell him, he, you can see him hedging all the time, you know, check with your doctor, but I think it's your da-da-da. Not recognizing that he's in a different position as president of the United States than he is as average citizen or, you know, uh, creepy billionaire saying that. Like, you know, creepy billionaire buddy of Epstein game show host saying that. You can take somebody's medical advice in that context differently than the president kind of winked at me when he said I should take this. I mean, he said, talk to your doctor, but he's really saying you should try this. He must be hearing some special information that I'm not hearing and he can't say it outright because of national security or some other thing. So I'm going to do it, even though he's saying check with your doctor, because I know he really doesn't want me to. You know what I mean? That's what that it reeks of that. And the guy. Yeah. The couple in Arizona where that that took the the chloroquine that was intended for their fish pond, mixed it up right. with their orange juice. I think the guy did have that. He he died of a cardiac arrest from a heart arrhythmia. He did. He, he did, and his yeah. and, and and his wife was critically injured, and they were both. You know, we believe the president. Like, okay, but yeah, Boy. but you also believe you also believe the president and took fish tank cleaner. So there's a. You know, there's a bunch, there's there's a perfect storm happening here. You know, it's kind of one of those things like, that guy told me I could fly. We'll take off from the ground then. You know, t- test it out by flapping right. from the ground floor. You know, don't test so it off you, the roof you like remember, you're the Matrix. Yeah. Do you remember, uh, and, and this might not have been, well, when I was a kid and the um, the Batman and Superman capes came out, they had a thing, a little tag that says, this will not make you fly. You cannot, do not jump right. off the house with this on. <laughs> right. So even those, even we the had, makers realized, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, when I was a kid in Kentucky, um, by the way, I didn't actually have a cape. We just used towels. 
But um, <laughs> yeah. I uh, we we had three piles of dirt behind my house for this uh, addition that was never built that was con- constantly in a state of actually happening for a good long while. And I used to jump off the roof onto the piles of dirt because you know sports. And uh, uh-huh. but I yeah, yeah. had yeah had those piles of dirt not been there, I still would have tried it. I think so at you know nine ten years old. So yeah. And, but that's an excuse when you're nine or ten years old. These are grown adults, many of them senior citizens, many many of them who have survived not, you know, like normal things like crossing the street by looking both ways. You know what I mean? Um, not checking to see if a gun's loaded by pointing it at their forehead and pulling the trigger. They've done, you know, they've been through that in their life, you know? Um, you would think right. they would go, maybe not the fish tank version. Maybe he's not... Because I've never known Trump to have pets, much less a fish. You know, it, uh, it's sad. Did you see when he was at the Ford plant in Michigan and they were asking him about the uh, wearing a mask? Uh, and this is, mm-hmm. and the reporter said, he said, no, I was, I was wearing it every day, but I didn't have to wear it here. This area, I didn't have to wear it. And she said, I don't want to wear it on camera. And she said, but what about setting the example? He says, well, I think you said right. an example both ways. You said that he said you said an example both ways, which is absolutely yeah. true. You do set yeah. an example both ways. A bad example. A bad example. That's, that's exactly say, right. Yeah. And I have to that's say right. is that I'll, I'll close it up here. Is the way we choose leaders, leadership skills, a priority, the, the, the one of the axioms is setting a good example and when we see people who are already setting a good example that's how we say hey you know what i think she'd be a good candidate for president of the pta or whatever and then up and on the go but you don't say right. hey you know what this person is smoking inside and, and always does you know you don't say i think we'll have that person as a leader he's setting bad oh, yeah. examples and yeah and costing people their lives that's and saying right. telling alex jones you'll make him proud you know what I mean? Now, all the warn, all the warnings that we oh, actually that. had. Come so on, many yeah. Signs. I appreciate the call, Paul. I hope you're doing well up there. Uh, love to everybody in Seattle because uh, you know you guys were on the front end of this thing. Um, I, here's here's my little. Let's end on this because I would like to send out a, a message to all of our. Uh, and I have a cat in my room. What are you, Murph, what are you doing back here? It's so crazy. So here's the message I would like to send out to all of our uh, um, QAnon friends and our Republicans and our I ain't wearing a mask and Bill Gates came up with this and this is all a plot and vaccines are a way of, you know, wiping out uh, the population and blah, blah, blah. Let me just plan another idea in your head so you can just think about this for a second. If the Illuminati or whoever the hell you think is running things uh, is so smart that they've been able to run the earth for 3,000 years or some nonsense, Mm -hmm. but their plan to depopulate the planet is so flimsy, it can be outsmarted by anti-vaxxers just refusing to get the shot. They're like, oh. Damn it! How are we going to get all those people to die if they won't Seriously, let us inject them? When you play the them? tape all the way through, there's so many holes that they have to retcon. Yeah. So let me just float this out there for a second. If you were going to depopulate the earth, let's say cut the population of the earth in half, 
when you were done with your massive plan to depopulate half the earth, which people would you want left over? Which people would you want still on earth from a societal point of view, interacting with others? Who, who would you want there? Would you want uh, uh, 3 billion people who think the moon landing was fake, think the earth is flat, don't believe in vaccinations, would cough in the face of someone as a form of protest during an epidemic um, and believe that um, the way you show your freedom and support for your own country people is to carry a long rifle with 30 clip, 30 round uh, magazines uh, attached to the gun in a mall. Are those the ple- people you would save with your plan by injecting and killing the people who would get a vaccine, who do participate in society, who don't want their kid to spread the measles? Which group? I'm just saying. Let's say you're going to cut out. You're going to Thanos half yep. the population. It's <laughs> really going to be Thanos the people who... Now. You're going to Thanos... You're going to Thanos the people who pay their taxes and show up to work and care and try, don't want to infect their fellow man. And you're going to save the people who show up in, on a on the on the courthouse steps with a with a machine gun. Yep. That's who. That's who you want left. That's who we need sticking around. Yeah. That's it. That's who you want left to help build your utopia. Yeah, that's your society. Right. That's that. That's Thanos's farm hands. I don't get it. How do you think the people who are so smart are so dumb? If that's what you believe, oh God. Right. Uh, Johnny Million, you're the best. We love you. I so great hanging out with you. Yep. Uh, it's so yeah. good hanging out with you. It's so good. Uh, thank you guys for listening. It's the Housemarks Radio Program, Mega World Worldwide. Stick around for Dick K after us on there, or stick around on the uh, interwebs at infotainmentwars.com. And I the did post this whole show. show with no pants. I don't believe you. Pixar, it didn't happen. We'll see you next week. <laughs>